You're listening to the Women for Greatness podcast, episode 13, hosted by Serena Hess. Today, I get to share with you my friend Tiffany. She's honestly one of those people that you meet and you think, oh my gosh, I want to be her friend because she seems amazing. This was my first time meeting her and she was fun and vibrant and all of those things come out in her brand. Her brand is called House of Troy, and in this episode, we learn how she created it, maybe a mistake that she learned along the way, and how she's building her business. Honestly, guys, it's so good, so I'm going to stop talking so you can just get to the listening. So, Tiffany, thank you so much for coming today. I'm honored to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do? My name is Tiffany. Um, I have a company, jewelry line, called House of Troy, which I started last May. Actually, our one-year anniversary was a couple days ago. So, that was really exciting. Mm -hmm. Born and raised here in Bakersfield, California, when I... Initially started House of Troy. I was working for a tech company in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and had worked there a little bit over a year. And I was kind of, I liked it, but I knew a hundred percent it wasn't something I would ever want to be in long term. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm 24 years old. When else am I going to have a time to kind of, you know, pursue mm-hmm. something that I really want to do? That's mm-hmm. not like the desk job. That's yeah. like, you know, my creative side, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job, start this jewelry line, uh-huh. and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Definitely <laughs> not. It, I mean, I quit my job, got my materials. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I had only made, like, necklaces just for fun, like, yeah. primarily for, like, my friend's mom and her friends. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh, I'm a jewelry designer. Like, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> so it was like, I was so in my head, like, yeah, I could totally do this. It was way harder than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll have business coming in like this. <laughs> like, it won't be hard to, like, make or sell things, whatever. Like, I know this is, I've got this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was not anything like that. I was like, okay, first off, like... <laughs> I don't know, like, your business plan and all the little things. I don't know why. I I just more so had the creative links in my head of, like, the vision of what Mm -hmm. I wanted to produce. But the the business side of it is where I was like, okay. Like, that that (laughs) completely stumped me. And I was like, okay, I need to take a second, rewind. Um, So it took me, like, a couple months until I actually got on my feet and got Mm -hmm. things going. Yeah. So House of Troy has been live for, like, a year now. Definitely has. It's up and downs but mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah I love it I wouldn't want to change mm-hmm. any steps that I've done so far and yeah I'm excited for it to continue to grow you quit your like adult job cold mm-hmm. turkey to mm-hmm. pursue uh making jewelry and <laughs> yeah yes. what did like friends and family say about that they were <laughs> they were everyone was so supportive like mm-hmm. there was not a single person that was like you're an idiot. Like, yeah. you shouldn't do that. Really? I mean, the one thing I would say, mm-hmm. I guess if I were to go back and tell myself to do it a little differently, mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't quit my day job. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I would have kept my day job for at least another six months, like, yeah. going into it. Yeah. Just because it's, like, obviously when you're starting out your business or whatever, you don't mm-hmm. have, like, financially, like, you know what I mean? There's not that foundation yeah. or support. So it's, like oh, crap, like, I had my steady job and stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, wow, wow. I'm like, this is way <laughs> different. So that would be one thing is, like, I would say the first six months of, you know, starting whatever business you're doing, yeah. unless you know how, um, I mean, unless you have someone financially backing that. But I definitely say 
keep your job for a little bit and mm-hmm. then go off and, you know, fully mm-hmm. um, immerse yourself in that. But um, definitely it was a lesson learned, but yeah, it's great. So, yeah. so are yeah. you like an all or nothing type of person, like your personality? With everything. Really? <laughs> With everything. It's so hard. It can be really good, though. It can be really good, but at other times it's like... Am I either obsessed? Yes, very risky. I'm Mm -hmm. either, you know, completely in it or I'm not in it. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, with everything in life. And so that's actually something I was talking about with one of my girlfriends last week. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I've been trying to practice being okay with not being obsessed with something or Mm -hmm. completely in love with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm very much, like, if it doesn't set my soul on fire, then I want nothing to do with it. Like, I don't care, whatever. But obviously you can't. That's not applicable to, like, everything in life. Mm -hmm. So, but, yeah, I am very healthy. Nothing is funny that you said that. (laughs) So how has, like, being obsessed with your business helped you grow it? Being obsessed with just the fashion industry in general has helped. Like, if I wasn't into fashion, Mm -hmm. then I probably would have been, and I'm, you know, I'm assuming anybody that's in this industry is obsessed with fashion or Mm. into, you know, the creativity of it, whatever. But if I wasn't into that, then I definitely think I would have stopped by now because there's definitely been Mm. spans where it's like, holy crap, like I haven't had any sales. Like my business, I'm done, whatever, like those thoughts Mm -hmm. come through your head and it's just like, no, like when I started this, this was my thought process what's the worst that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. My jewelry line fails. Okay. So my life isn't over. Yeah. Like I'll find, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's always going to, to me, I'm like, it's going to work out. It's mm-hmm. not the end of the world. And this is something I've been passionate about since I was 13 years really? old. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> if I'm still thinking about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I was thinking, okay, I'm 24 at the time. And I've been thinking about this since I was 13. Like this has mm-hmm. been my goal. Like eventually I would want to cap on House of Troy and make it a full clothing line as well. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. So yeah. take me to the 13 year old Tiffany. Is that when you created your first piece of jewelry? Because you said no, that's when it first started. I actually went to San Francisco okay. for my first time when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And just the city itself, I don't know what it did, but it ignited something. And I was like, <gasps> like this, this is, is where... Awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Like, this is definitely what sparked my... I think the culture in mm-hmm. San Francisco is so different. Yeah. You have such, like, a melting pot of, like, different... Uh, yeah, exactly. And so... Seeing everyone's fashion, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I was in love, <laughs> like, absolutely in love. Yeah. And so, since then, my cousin, she took me to the art supply store, actually, and that's when I started sketching, mm-hmm. like, clothing and doing all of that. So, that was initially my first yeah. kind of step into, I guess, the fashion world and my love for it. Mm-hmm. What sparked, though, my where I was like, oh, I'm going to focus on jewelry yeah. instead of the clothing. Mm-hmm. I actually, have you heard of Nasty Gal? Yes. So yeah. I bought a choker. I was with my friend Lindsay. We went to, they had their first pop-up store at Melrose. Mm-hmm. And we went shopping for graduation clothes. She was graduating like the following weekend or something. <laughs> and there was this gold choker. And it was just a thick metal gold choker, mm-hmm. like probably an inch and a half in width. And I don't know why it was the most, it was so simple, yeah. but it was like... I was like, that is, I need that. I was Mm -hmm. like, I will wear that with sweatpants. Like, that is, (laughs) I don't know why. I was so in love with it. And I put it on and I was like, this is it. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why that piece of jewelry, and there's one other piece of jewelry I had, but that, those two pieces sparked where I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my, like, it completely changed. I don't know. Like, have you ever worn something and it's like, 
it made you feel so freaking good. Yeah. And you're just like, hell yeah. I, <laughs> like, I look good. Yeah. Today. It's just like in the most, in the best way though, where you're mm-hmm. like, you, I don't know. And so that piece of jewelry made me feel that way. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to feel this way? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and obviously your jewelry isn't your worth or anything, but it was just like, it was so cool to have something that was different and I thought that was so simple mm-hmm. yet bold that stood out. And I was like, I love that. Yeah. You know, so that's what sparked my love into the fashion industry and then led into jewelry. But mm-hmm. that all started like in San Francisco and seeing yeah. every, everything and everybody. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so you found that necklace and then you felt, you felt like it made you feel bold and empowered and beautiful. And is it maybe you wanted to make other women feel that way? That's exactly what it was. And I was mm-hmm. like, if that simple piece of jewelry can make me feel this way, yeah. then like, why couldn't I create something yeah. to make others feel oh, the same way? Awesome. Like ever, I'm like, oh my God, whether man, woman, mm-hmm. everyone should feel this way. And yeah. so that's my goal with House of Troy. I'm hoping to bring some sort of, I want people to feel beautiful and powerful and loved and all that. But mm-hmm. I think like when I wore that piece of jewelry specifically though, like I loved my, it was like so weird. Like I it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going out and I hope someone like notices this mm-hmm. jewelry on me. And like, I just purely loved it for myself. And I was yeah. like, I feel good about myself. And that was the coolest part. It mm-hmm. was like, it was for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping to bring to everyone with House of Troy. Mm-hmm. Like that piece of jewelry that you're wearing, it makes you feel really damn good about yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just, to, yeah, to empower other people to feel good about mm-hmm. themselves. Exactly. And I feel like it can be kind of hard because like, I'm wearing this for so-and-so or I'm wearing this for so like that can be totally. a perspective, mm-hmm. but to wear it for yourself because you like it and you feel good with it. Exactly. Awesome. And I think that's when it comes to fashion, no mm-hmm. matter what, your style is like totally you. And yeah. so that was what I also wanted to capture was that, cause I have so many different, especially now with all my jewelry and stuff, like mm-hmm. I'll have moods where I'm like, Oh, I want something dainty and that's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, or I want something that's super bold or going to go with my mood today. And it's mm-hmm. like, I love that you can play around with that yeah. and you can throw on a pair of earrings that are huge and it's just like <laughs> completely makes the outfit mm-hmm. and you like, you're just like, yes, like this is it. That's what I love is. Can you tell me about a time where you experienced an obstacle in your business and how you've overcome it? I would definitely say an obstacle was I literally went like a month and a half and I didn't have any sales. And I was like, holy What is happening? Right. And it's like, I mean, I'm basing my living off of, you know, Mm -hmm. like this business or whatever. And so I would say that was hard on itself just because you get so down on yourself and it's kind of you get in your head and you're like okay what am I not doing right why is this not you know what I mean and so I think that was a huge obstacle in figuring out okay how do you make this like a lucrative career and Mm -hmm. how do I keep the business coming in and yeah it's definitely, I feel like, a mental game being an entrepreneur, you know? Yeah. And because I know you have your stuff going on, too. Mm-hmm. And it's hard not to get down on yourself and think, like, okay, this isn't yeah. what I should be doing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if it wasn't, business would be booming. It would, yeah. there would be no struggle. Like, I don't know why that was my thought process going into my business initially. And now I'm like, there's totally times where yeah. it's going to be down and it's not going to be mm-hmm. a well-oiled machine going on here. So, and I know that's going to happen again at some 
some point, you know, with mm-hmm. anything, like, it's not going to be constant. That's probably an obstacle that I came across, yeah. Yeah. How do you get through that? Your friends and family just, yeah. you know, like, giving, telling you, you're so passionate about this. It's your first year. You can't yeah. base it off of, let's say, in three years' time, I'm in the same spot that I was. And mm-hmm. yes, totally, I'd be like, okay, this isn't what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing, or it's just not Maybe working out. <laughs> but I just had to change my mentality on it. I have to remind myself, like, okay, you have to be soft with yourself. Like, yeah. you're always so hard. Like, each person's their own biggest critic. And mm-hmm. so I think we have to remember, like, okay, I'm not always going to, my business isn't always going to be at its top level. Yeah. I'm personally am not always going to be at my top level, mm-hmm. but that's also okay. Yeah. You know, and so I think that is what I had to change was my mentality around not being the best at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and too, like if we never have lows, then we would never have highs. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything was always the same. Right. How boring would that be? Right. And, and I, mean, I know yeah. it sucks going through lows, but like that's, it makes you appreciate the highs so mm-hmm. much more. So. Agreed. Totally. Mindset can be really hard. The mindset is so, and it's like... Like, you against yourself. Yes. We can be so mean to ourselves. I can be mean to me. Such a battle. Like, yeah. I get that. It is. And it's like, the older we get, I feel like, is the more in tune, hopefully, that everyone becomes with themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's like... But at the same time, it's, like, stressful, but I love it. I'm like, okay, I love getting to know myself better. I want Mm -hmm. to know how can I adjust with... So if my mentality was negative, like, okay, Mm -hmm. how do I adjust and take from that and, you know, go up? Are there any, like, habits that you do or, like, journaling or exercise to, like, get to know yourself better? Mm, I love to take... I love taking time to myself at least once a week. I make sure, like, once or twice a week, Mm -hmm. I sit there and I'm, like, I go through, like, okay, what have you done this week that's going to, like, make you better? Was there anything Mm -hmm. that you did that you're, like, okay, like, that wasn't right? Or, but just really taking the time to go over my thoughts and be, like, okay, so how did you, if you've reacted poorly in, like, a situation, Mm -hmm. how can you change that in the future? Things like that. I don't know. Like, I think you have to take time to yourself and really get to not isolate yourself mm-hmm. but get to know because people are scared I think to like delve into their yeah, thoughts it's weird when it's when everything is completely quiet no Instagram mm-hmm. no Netflix no like, social media you, you put your phone on the other side of the room you're mm-hmm. like wow it's really quiet you're like, <laughs> yeah it's really quiet I think also because I am around my friends all the time mm-hmm. I really do love you know, that moment. And obviously I love my friends and family, you know, but I love taking the time to myself to just kind of reflect and do all of that because then if I don't pay attention to myself, like it's just not healthy for me. I need to have my boundaries or Mm -hmm. so. Boundaries are so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. It's if you say yes to everyone, then something's not right. Yeah. If you're just constantly saying yes, yes. And you're just like running on empty and you're just like, here's emptiness. Like, what are you giving? Right. And then you have nothing for yourself. Mm -hmm. I really, yeah, I love boundaries. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. (laughs) Okay. Pivot. What has building a brand been like for you? That has been so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And how would you describe your brand? In building my brand, I want to, I always want my brand to convey passion. Like Mm -hmm. I want it to be powerful and I want it to be about the wearer and what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what, with my brand, that's what I've been trying to build is like, this kind of confidence boosting, like, I want you to have your piece of jewelry and get it, and you'd be like, 
this is everything. I want the person to feel confident in it. I want them to love themselves in it. Yeah. And so that's what I've been trying to build. I don't know if I've exactly hit that mark Mm -hmm. yet. But that's what I would say is what I've been working towards and trying to build. In doing that, it's been hard because I need to... I know. I definitely think I need to have more user interaction with, mm-hmm. like, my customers and all of that. Yeah. Like, making your community. Type right. Of exactly. Your, your people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I need to do that, I think, in order to gain more, of an, gain more of an understanding of which direction I need to go in order to obtain all of that and mm-hmm. make sure everyone does feel that way. Yeah. But that's essentially what I want. And mm-hmm. that's with my brand, just who I have in general wearing my stuff. Like, I want everyone to be, like, I want people that are wearing it or that know of it to be proud. And I want, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, those that rep it to be powerful women or mm-hmm. men like you. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going towards. Mm-hmm. But building that, it's been fun. Like, I'm trying yeah. to find my little area and how to do that, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I would say I'm not fully there yet. Everyone's so. working on something. <laughs> I think, like, just scrolling through Instagram, it feels very, like, fun and free and like they're doing something you know what I mean and that's totally like having fun is number one like Mm -hmm. when we do our shoots whatever I'm like let's let loose like Mm -hmm. let's just have fun I want it to be I want my line to be relatable like I want you to be able to look at it and be like that's really freaking cool like Mm -hmm. or I would love I don't know why because I think of social media as kind of like a subsection of like having your friends or whatever Mm -hmm. like your internet friends yeah absolutely and I want people to be able to connect through my brand and like let's have our internet friends mm-hmm. like slash party and mm-hmm. you know I want people to associate my brand with like ha- like you said having fun yeah. and that's actually a perfect way to put yeah. it like how you said so yeah having fun um I love with my brand I I'm very much into anything, so with being all or nothing, anything mm-hmm. that's, like, captivating. So mm-hmm. when you scroll through, I hope everyone loves, like, all the colors yeah. that... I want people to be captivated mm-hmm. and very... I want it to be noticed. Like, yeah. I want you to feel involved with it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just you screaming at us. It's like... Right. It's, like, it's, it's not a just party. a jewelry line. It's yeah, a it's a party. party. It's like, yeah, <laughs> join. Like, let's have fun. Like, mm-hmm. so that's... I guess essentially what I want. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Yeah. I know building a brand can be difficult and like finding your voice and what you're trying to say to the world when everyone else is saying something else, Mm -hmm. but like still having your unique space. Right. I think you've been doing a great job. Thank you. It looks just like just scrolling through your Instagram. Listeners, you're going to have to scroll through our Instagram. (laughs) Just scrolling through it. It's fun and adventurous and there's like hair flying in the wind and there's and it's like, it looks like everyone is living their best life. Like that's what it looks like. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it looks like everyone is living, and it makes you want to live your best life. So, thank you. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's, what that's I amazing. Get. Okay, good. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so you mentioned it a little bit before about your goals for the House of Troy. What are your goals for next year and maybe the next five years, if you'd like to share? My goals would be definitely more outreach just in within the Bakersfield community and obviously Mm -hmm. just in general Mm -hmm. and not even by that I don't even mean sales I just want you know like I want more interaction I want Mm -hmm. my definitely more influencers and stuff like that way in House of Troy but this year I am going to more so stick and just focus on the jewelry and Mm -hmm. then 
my five-year plan at 100% entails yeah. a clothing line. Yay! So, which will be focused on swimsuits and caftans. Oh, I don't know fun. if you know what caftans no, are, but they're kind of like these maxi dresses. They're flowy, but they're very bohemian, very, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm obsessed. I like, <laughs> like bury me in them. I just <laughs> like, they're everything. So, um, that's definitely my for sure happening. Yeah. And this year I'm going to focus on just my jewelry, getting mm-hmm. it out there more so. I have a couple of people that I'm really excited to work with. I don't know Yay. if you saw, but Taylor Hasselhoff, okay. um, She's going to be doing a photo shoot next week, and so, um, and I'm sending more stuff for Ronda Rousey to mm-hmm. her stylist and stuff, so, so cool. I'm hoping that <laughs> things like that mm-hmm. and keeping those connections and networking with these people will yeah. take my business to where I see it. I just feel like I know I'm supposed to be in this industry, and, mm-hmm. like, I know this is what I want to do, so... Yeah. That is completely, I'm like, whatever I need to do to get there, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the rest of the year. Have a few ideas for shoots that yeah. actually I'm hoping Ben will help me with. Yeah. <laughs> so as for this year, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So I know next year too, House of Troy, we're going to do a full Coachella thing. We were mm-hmm. able to do that this year, but I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So that's another thing coming up, but obviously that's in years time. Mm-hmm. But so. it's good to have it already planned. Oh, to know totally. where you're going. Totally. Yeah. And I have the collections as to what I want to do in my head. I'm sure over time that'll change. It's nice to have a year. And that's another thing too that I've learned. It is so hard to plan things last minute in a business. Like you can't. Seriously. Like, I mean, you yeah. can, but it's, it's not going to be very good. No, it's not. <laughs> it could be a lot more efficient. Exactly. Flow. Totally. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, even from the beginning, like, when, and albeit the first shoe, it's different because it was our first shoe. But mm-hmm. when I first initially started House of Troy, I had this idea or whatever. I called up Ashley and I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do my jewelry line, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, <laughs> will you come down to Santa Barbara and let me shoot you in this jewelry? And literally mm-hmm. had this camera that it's like this. It's so <laughs> tiny. It was so ridiculous. So ridiculous. And <laughs> Ashley got to Santa Barbara and I'm literally still in my living room, like making jewelry. like oh, trying, no. Yeah. Trying to, you know, finish a couple pieces, whatever, and it's me and Ashley and two of my other friends, Ronnie and Eric, and we go down to the beach, whatever, we Uh shoot, and it's so funny looking back on those photos, and it's just like, everything was so last minute, Mm -hmm. like... They didn't turn out bad, and I mean, Ashley looked phenomenal, as she always does, and Mm -hmm. it was just, it's just funny to think, like, so that photo shoot, and even the one following that, everything... It does not go smoothly when it is last minute yeah. and it's not put together. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, though, it's a learning process as well. Yeah, I've never done it. I don't know how, like, a photo shoot works. Yeah. I don't know, like, the timing of the light or what any of that meant at that time. Mm-hmm. So that definitely is one thing I will say is getting your timing down Yeah, as a business owner. That is, yeah. It's <laughs> tough. All the things that go on behind Instagram, right? Oh like, my god. We just see all the fun. Yes. Oh my god. We Ashley and I talk all the time. We're like, can't wait to show people photos. Like when we've made it big, like we have <laughs> this photo and it's like of Ashley and Kayla trying to hold up like the background, but they're the models and it's like, how often do you have the models like trying to work on like the set uh-huh. of a photo shoot trying to put it together? It's just funny. It's like it's just such a mess. We were like, this is too much, but it'll be worth it one day, I promise. So we only have a couple more questions. Okay. What is one thing that you learned this last year that you wish you knew three years ago? I don't know. I think patience is a really yeah. big one for me. Like 
And I'm still learning that. But like three years ago, I was just so impatient and very, I don't know, patience and being more aware and thankful for like what you have. Like, and I think we very much get caught up in obviously life and what's going on. So Mm -hmm. I wish I would have just been more aware and patient three three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had to tell myself three years ago, I'd say be patient, Mm -hmm. beware, like. Yeah. And then if you had one piece of advice for our listeners, these these listeners, I'll give you a little backstory. Okay. They're like creative women wanting to start a business, but they're kind of afraid. They have ideas for different things they want to pursue. They love the things, but they're afraid of what other people will think or if they can even do it. Oh my God. I would never, don't ever be afraid of what anybody else is going to think, number one. Mm-hmm. I have a couple things. Like to me, at the end of the day, what is the worst that anybody is going to say to you or what's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? Mm -hmm. They say no or you fail. Like, Mm -hmm. life is too short. Like, apps 100% go after your business. Like, to your listeners, go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, failure at the end of the day, that's not going to define you or your creativity or what you're capable of. Like, if you fail, that doesn't mean you're incompetent or that you can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just do it. Mm -hmm. It's... 100% 100% scary and you have no idea what the F is going to happen but <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day it's all a lesson and such a blessing that we even be that we're able to even do the things that we can do like yeah. a lot of people aren't don't have the gift or talent mm-hmm. to be creative and yeah. have the spark you know and yeah. so I think if anything that like how you're speaking as a gift like that in itself is a gift and like yeah. you like share that you never know what your work can do for someone else to me I'm very much like if you're given this opportunity, just take it. God forbid. I mean, who knows? Like next year, I might not have House of Troy. 100% look back and say that was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like I would have no, that was the most badass thing I've ever done. Yeah. And to me, that's really empowering and cool to feel. Like mm-hmm. I'm so proud that I did that. Like yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? And I'm sure whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, 40s, whatever, mm-hmm. the time is going to pass anyway. Yeah. And if you're stuck at your desk job and you're like, oh, this is it. Like I can't forward. This is just going to be my life. No, just take the risk. Yeah. Obviously there's different factors that from your life that come into play with that. I think at the end of the day, if you're passionate about something, Mm -hmm. just do it. I don't know. I'm like, just love yourself, be confident in yourself and know that your friends and family, they've got your back. And Mm -hmm. if you fall, then you fall. It is what it is. Yeah. It doesn't make you any less of a person or you're still kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't change anything about you at all. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. still freaking cool. Okay, whatever. You know? I still get coffee with you. That, yeah, like I still get coffee with you. Like, oh, your business failed. You're so cool. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, to your listeners, I would just say, do it. Do it. No, that's great. It's powerful. We, we get stuck a lot. Yes, life is too. It's too dang short to not try. Yeah, I agree. You know. So, where can everybody find you if they want to learn more? On houseoftroy.com and Facebook, Instagram, and our website. Our website is more user-friendly on mm-hmm. a desktop, but obviously um, everyone's on their phones, so yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but it is it is easy to use, super user-friendly, mm-hmm. but I just personally am more biased. I'm like, I like the layout better on a desktop. Yeah, yeah. So that's where everyone can find us. And, and House of Troy. House of Troy with two R's. It's good. I love it. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, wow, wow. Wasn't this episode so fun? Tiffany's just amazing, right? She's a great storyteller, and I just loved hearing every bit of her process. If you guys enjoyed this episode, could you do me a humongous favor? 
Could you leave me a review on iTunes? It helps other people find the show. And, you know, I want to know how I can make this show the best of my abilities for you guys. I really think that there are endless possibilities and you can try it. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. You're not labeled a failure for life. We'll still have coffee with you. I loved that point of this episode. So I hope you guys have a wonderful and amazing week. And I hope you take the time to do what we talked about in this episode. Take a couple minutes, unplug, and kind of see where you're at. Do a little self-checkup. Like, how am I doing today? Am I doing good? Am I proud of what I'm working on? When you take the time to be quiet with yourself, you learn so much about yourself. Until next time, guys, keep on being that amazing girl boss that you are.